Yeah, Chic Le Freak, a bit of a disco classic to start you off on your Monday. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Morning to you folks. How are you, big man? I'm all right, yeah. I just, uh, we've got a little predicament in here this morning. I'm enjoying the crack of Abyssal. Oh, yeah. Very good, very good. We were, um, we were temporarily locked in. Yeah, there's something funny with our door. So when we all come into the studio here, we none of us can get out. It's and very weird. I'm so glad Jim noticed before Tara because I had so much fun watching Tara try to figure out why yeah, she couldn't leave the room. Because Tara was was actually reading the news when uh, when we discovered that the door wouldn't open. <laughs> it's one of those, you know, magnetic things with a release on it, whatever. You know, codes and all that. But um, it wouldn't open, so we decided not to tell Tara. The and then added. just And then just and watch yeah. as the storm ensued. I love the way Tara's first question was, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the go-to position Yeah, the go-to position Was PJ at this? Well, what did you do? <laughs> I have to get out Oh, right. yeah So we have, a, we have a temporary measure in place, do we? So we have a temporary measure in place We're using a fire extinguisher as a doorstop <laughs> at the moment So as long as nobody needs to put, use that for a yeah. fire, we're alright As long as there's no fires Then we're okay We we're can okay. come and go as we please <laughs> that's, that's brilliant What a start to a Monday, eh? This is good, this is a good way to start the week How was your weekend? Was there anything in there? It's, you know, I think it's safe to say Did you find say. love or anything? Oh, yeah, I mean, I think it's safe well, to say Well, you did, because I saw it on your Instagram, you found love Oh, I did. I did, yeah. Me PJ sit- found four-legged love. Four-legged love. Your soulmate always will have four legs and a tail. It was your sister's doggies, wasn't it? My sister got a dog from uh, Dogs Trust. Excellent. So she did, yeah. So she got a dog from Dogs Trust over the weekend, and we were all like looking at the pictures and everything, and like, can't wait to run around after it now and everything. It's going to be great. You see? Yeah. Love was in the air. Love was in the furry, air. Furry love, just the way you like it. Furry love is the only love worth loving for. I tell you that much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but other than that, I think it was probably the worst weekend in the history of the planet of Earth, was it? My God. Yeah. Freeze. No, not one for hyperbole or exaggeration, you at all, are you? <laughs> Backstreet Boys, as long as you love me, here are classic hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, 13 minutes past six on this Monday. And <laughs> what we should have done, PJ, I just realised we missed a trick, right? We should have played the, uh, like, with the being locked in thing, right? Uh, we should have played the old kind of send supplies. Yeah. We should have sent that card. Send supplies? Send supplies, oh, you know what I mean? We should have I done the whole thing. you were saying, sense applies. No. Like, what sort of card does that? That makes no sense. No, we should have played the old sort of like, yes, we're locked in. Oh. You're going to have to bring us McDonald's breakfasts and things. Yeah, we need it. We can't get out. We've no access to food or water. Quick, quick. Yeah, get but it d- but don't bring water. Just bring, just bring, yeah, just bring a coffee coke and stuff. Coffees and Cokes and all. Oh, quick, yeah. But how will we get them into you, lads? Don't worry about Bring them anyway. Yeah, does somebody else will have a call for the door. <laughs> Eventually. I can't believe we missed that trick. I know, the scent supplies. I know. Oh. It's a shocker. But anyway, right. Uh, start let's, again. Let's, nice. There was people that weren't here at the very start. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Tara, Tara would happily weigh in as well. She would, Basically, yeah. all we have to do is remove the fire extinguisher that's holding it open and, and jam again. And in again. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah, although the thing about it is we'd be jammed in with Tara on the outside. No point in bringing food while Tara's on the outside. She'd be there. She'd be like... (laughs) We'd never see Packing our bags with the supplies (laughs) and jumping onto the lifeboat. (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's do the birthdays for this 15th of February. It is a weird bunch today, (laughs) right? Just forewarned. But anyway, listen, we're going to start with a significant birthday. So there's a zero in this. 
for Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour? The actress Jane Seymour. One-time Bond girl. Oh, right, But yeah. I have a feeling that you will know her better as Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. I do know who she is, of course I do. That <laughs> yeah. was a great old spoof, that TV show, Dr. Quinn. Yeah, I never, never really saw much of it. I saw glimpses of it. it, it, it nobody saw more than a glimpse of it. It used to just be on his wallpaper telly. It was yeah. kind of on just as he got home from work and just before you were going to do anything. So that you, one always reminds... I always lump that in now. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, gets lumped in there in the general mix that includes everything from Little House in the Prairie to yeah. Touched by an Angel. All of that. It's, yeah, it's exactly that. What a, that's nail on the head right there. It's exactly that. It's those ones you never knew when they were on or how long they were on for, but you always came across yeah, them and yeah. gave them a look. Yeah. yeah, you had a bit of a stumble across them. Definitely. I, I thought it was a good old spoof. I used to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was ridiculous, like... You know, she was. I mean, she was like a she was like a frontier woman, was she? She's like, like a frontier woman healer. in a man's world. Yeah, was one of them, was a, it? Yeah, frontier healer type. Yeah. you know what I mean. And she used not only doctory stuff, but she used you know the wisdom of the um, the Native American people and all that as well. Oh you know? right, okay. She had a doctory hat and there was a bit of feather and all hanging out, of it, as if to say, ah, I can give you antibiotics, but maybe, maybe. Um, the back of a toad would do you. Maybe the back of a toad <laughs> off um off an Apache wizard. Would be the better way to go with this. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how with the episode. I'm all for that. Uh, so I got to say that right. was a while ago now. Yeah, and you said significant birthday. Significant birthday. Seventy. Yeah. Yeah. That's there do. we go. One in the bag. Right. This one. It's just one of those really famous names, and you will know his face because of well, basically, just he got credit for like great, great animation over the years. Matt Groening or Matt, Groening or whatever. Yeah, you I, I never know. How either. do you pronounce? I his say name? Groening, but I don't know if that's right. I don't know. It's Groening. Groening. Matt Groening. Be great if that's how we pronounce it. <laughs> Sorry, it's Groening. What? Groening. How do you say the end of it? Groening. Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, how how will I introduce you on stage? It's Matt Groening. Yeah. Well, I can't, I'm, not, I'm not going on to saying that. Well, that's my name. That's my name, though. It's Matt Groening. Uh, oh, gee, really? Okay. Uh, please, well, ladies and gentlemen, chance to get it from Mr. Matt Groening. Best talk <laughs> ever. You come on, go. You did your best. Sorry, Mr. Groening. I always do these wrong. Uh, oh. I, I anyway, know, yeah, the man, the man behind The Simpsons and yeah. Futurama and everything. All of those, yeah. He, I'm just got The Simpsons being the big one, really. Yeah. Everything else was kind of a... Version of in some way. Although I quite liked Futurama. There was things. You were saying that that, There was the odd element of Futurama that I, you know, like mainly, mainly Zoidberg, I have to say. Yeah. He was he was my favourite. That was really it. He's just, he's he the neurotic lobster team. Yeah, 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 he's going crack. I like him. He was the best thing in it. Yeah, he was very funny in fairness. Right, so Matt is 74. 67. Oh, Jabers, I was all over the place. 67. This is a weird one, right? Do you know Janice Dickinson? Oh, I know the name very well. Yeah. I know the name very well, yeah. She's the ex-supermodel, it says, right? Right. But she appeared in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here and stuff like that. I think she's the one that has a lot of work done. Oh, I'd say most of them have had a lot of work done. <laughs> um, yeah, they get now, not to be confused, Now, not to be confused with, there was another famous Dickinson who was like policewoman or something like back in the 60s. So this okay. is the model, Janice Dickinson. She was quite, I think she got, she got a lot of attention when she was in I'm a Celebrity, didn't she? She was quite, 
she said a lot of kind of is she controversial oh, stuff. Oh, is this your one that does loose women and all? Or used to do it? Like, I is she know. old enough? Is she like in her 60s ish? Yeah. Now? Oh, I know exactly uh, who well she then. is. Oh, right. Oh, I do know who she Dark-haired is. Dark haired woman. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, I do know. A big mouth. That's it. Big, I think big mouth. I think yeah. that might be where some of the work was done. Maybe I'd say so. Yeah, she's got a bit of a jagger going on. She's like, she's like if Jagger went, was decided he wanted to live life as a, as a female. He's just got that. Yeah. I don't, There's I mean, a feeling that herself and. Rambo's ma would get on like a house on fire. Definitely. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know what you're on about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do know who she is. Yeah, she's gas. She's real. And she's proper like London, isn't she? She's like, oh, tell you, she talks a bit like a duck is <laughs> in a bad mood. Well, well, if she is, then obviously the work went a bit wrong because she's actually American. <laughs> I haven't a clue who she is, man. That would sure. be amazing. Have you had any surgery? Yes, I had my accent removed, <laughs> and I had, I, I decided I wanted to sound a bit like Mick Jagger, so I had the lips put on, and my voice changed, so that I'd sound a bit more London. Oh my God, I have literally no idea, you want to see the woman in my head who I think this is? I have to try and find out who it is. Right, stick an age on Janice Dickinson. Street Porter or something I'm thinking <laughs> yeah, of. That's what you're thinking of, Janet yeah. Street Porter. Is that Yeah, she's the one that talks to me. You won't push me around, or I'll tell you something. I'll very serious, I'll give you sandwich Oh my face. god, what that's a her. weird mistake to make. Oh yeah, I don't. That's a weird confusion. Janet Street Porter with Janice Dickinson. The thing is, I still don't know how weird the mistake is, because I can't picture anyone except for Janet Street Porter. Oh Jeepers man, that's incredible. Right. right, go on, stick it out. 68. Not bad, 66. For God's sake. Right, we've been building up to one of your favourites. Yeah. It's the birthday of... <laughs> Ali Campbell. Oh! Red, red one. Yeah. <laughs> Ali Campbell. Yeah, singer-songwriter with UB40. Oh, my God. In fairness, it is hard to become famous writing such George, isn't it? Like, to re- we literally wrote the worst music I've ever heard. Well, they... And, um, didn't they, have, they... Which one is now? Is he... He's the one that's still touring with your man Astro, isn't he? Oh, God, that's right. There's two UB40s, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, they they had, had a big falling out. Monster. Like, I mean, honestly, that's like having two ex-wives, isn't it? It's like something. If you find out marriage isn't for you, leave it alone. You know, music wasn't for him, and now there's two of them. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. So oh. he's, I think he, he's kind of the original though. Like he's the main uh, yeah, man. He, he was is. always the main man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's the main man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was the. Like yeah. if you go, if you want to direct your ire at somebody, it's him. He was responsible. He's for definitely it. the most famous ginger white man, terrible at reggae in the world. He definitely has that title. I would definitely give him that. You know what I mean? Right. Even Janet Street Porter. <laughs> I could sing that song better than him. Matt Gregor could sing that song better than him. Um, right. I don't know. He's uh, 63. Oh, not bad, man. He, you are so close. 62. Oh, you see. And then see. just to finish by way of what's been an extraordinary installment <laughs> of the birthdays today. Um, Tommy Putsanu. Oh, what in the name of God is that? You would know him better as Lordy. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, from the Eurovision. Oh, that's great. The singer, the Finnish singer with Lordy. Yeah. Is, um, is celebrating his birthday Hard today. rock, hallelujah. How do you, um, how do you, what I suppose? How do you put an age How do you see past the makeup? Never seen him. I don't know what he yeah. looks like. I just think, look, the predator monster with a guitar. That's the, I, that's all you have to work with. That's pretty much and it, And what age yeah. he might be nearly 20 years later. That's all I, I have, so... To say I have no idea yeah, is putting a mile. This, this is a genuine shot in the dark. He does look a bit like Janet Street Porter in a bad <laughs> mood. Um, I'd say maybe 
Maybe he's like 62. 47. Oh, jeez, I haven't a clue. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boiling Show, weekdays from 12. This is Ireland's Classic Hits. Cheers. Thanks, Emil Tower, as always. How are you this morning? It's been a bit of a traumatic one. Hasn't it? It has. Have, you, has your, have your nerves settled? Almost. Did you have to go out and have a stiff fizzy? Sort yourself, sort yourself out. If there'd been one available, it might have been in vibes, all right. Yeah. And um, what was your reaction? Because we obviously, because I, when I happened to me, I went, I knocked on PJ's door and I said, just check that I'm doing, I'm not having a, a senior moment here. That's Am I pressing the wrong button or whatever? What's going on here? And we realised it was genuinely stuck. Yeah. So then we decided, well, the, the only way this is, going, this is going to get resolved is if we get a chance to laugh at Tara. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Thanks. Well, I, I similarly kind of tried it three times and went, okay, yeah. no, it's not me being an Egypt. There's something bigger happening here. I also knocked on PJ's door and said, what the hell? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're stuck. We're locked in. That's it. Fate complete. We're locked in. And I'm like, no, no, do something about it. Yeah, because that was the thing. PJ himself just went back to our respective yeah. studios and sat down. <laughs> Tara at least start banging on the door going hello hello <laughs> this appears to be stuck well I mean somebody had to do something good job you did. good job Robbie was there it was a very good job I know, Robbie like, was there I mean what would it, it would have been like would have been like that time when the, you know that movie where they all had to start eating each other and everything yeah it'd be like that wouldn't it <laughs> we'd never have got to <laughs> which one of us would have gotten eaten first well, I mean, <laughs> what you think? What you I think, mean, PJ? I don't. Oh. I don't fancy my chances. I'm quite tender, you know. <laughs> Cut out a rump steak, there, Jim. I'll tell you something. Fine, bit of fill at me, you know. Get the grill going, Tara. We'll have him. REM losing my religion and fame from Irene Cara just ahead of that. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Monday, Monday fifteenth of February. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Monday. 087 as always, on WhatsApp if you need to get to us. Thanks for all of the WhatsApp so far. A few bits and pieces about the birthdays, PJ. Like, for example, uh, about Janice Dickinson. Yeah. Okay. You know the way you were saying that she kind of went to touch Mick Jagger? Yeah. With the, with the work done, maybe. Yeah. Well, there could be a reason for it. Alan and Ennis was on to say, I think that Janice Dickinson actually dated Mick Jagger. Oh, you're... What? In the 80s. Oh, my... Right. But the thing is, you see, I still have in my head and no idea what she actually looks like because I kept confusing her with Janet Street Porter. Well, it's funny you should say that because Fester was also on. And uh, let me just see if I can find... Um, uh, oh, no, no, that was about something else. That was about Tara. I'll get to that in a second. Somebody uh, was on to say... Oh, here it is. This is it. This is it. Um, uh, morning, uh, Jim and PJ. PJ's Janice Street Porter sounds like Tom Hardy's Alfie Solomon from Peaky Blind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Oh, he's brilliant to that. That's he like is brilliant. So to it that. is. It's like a sort of a hello. It's like sort of a bungle meets Michael Caine. It is a little bit, yeah. Sort. Oh, I can't get you that. The oh. whole series is so big because I'll tell you something. I was very, I was very benign when the 1950s. Yeah, I know. So yeah. that's your Janet Street that's Porter. That's my Janet Street Porter, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, They're very the... different people now, I'd have to say. I'd who, imagine. Who, Bungle and Janet Street Porter? <laughs> well, yes, them too. But Janet Street Porter and Janice Dickinson. I'm going to have to Google her because I literally have no idea who she is. And she's already given me a great laugh all morning. Yeah. You, know, you see, you'll, you'll probably get a, a, a very, a very different range of photographs for Janice Dickinson. You say she's I mean, changed. you're talking ex-supermodel, 
you oh, know. I see her there now. Right, in the in her oh in her pump. Oh my god, she's four different people. Yeah, and there you go. And then she has changed quite dramatically over time. What in the name of God did she do that to herself for? <laughs> ah, and she sucks so cranky in all these pictures where she's got well, the new head. Yeah, in fairness, I'd say that was the app. Oh, look how cranky. Would you like to look in the mirror? Yes. Oh my God! What have you What have you done to me? She got a, She made her mouth real long and goes down. It's like she made. I want the biggest frown in the world. She said, "Give me the biggest frown you can." He goes, "Well, we'll have to extend your cheekbones to fit an in a bigger one than that." And go for it. Knock yourself out. Right. Oh my God! So, she's literally the crankiest looking woman. Um, oh also, my God. also uh, on the on the WhatsApp today, as I say, Festa was on. Uh, he was just saying that. I suppose Tara's going to need a day off now to recover from the trauma of being locked in. Yeah, That's the, a very good point. It's, it was very traumatic. That to, is a very good point. It was a very traumatic 20 seconds as she tried to figure out why the door wouldn't open. Yeah. 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 Actually, speaking of which, right, we found out, and so we can't give too much away, but we did find out that apparently there's a colleague of ours, right, not from this radio station, but a colleague of ours who did actually get... Um, locked in in the jacks for hours apparently for hours oh my god and, can you um, imagine it and was genuinely traumatised and did take time off as a result can you imagine it oh my god I mean the, the reason I find that amazing is because literally when when it happened here right when we realised that the, the door thing was jammed out of the studio and we couldn't get out right PJ's first thought was how am I going to go for my 37 pisses today <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I, like, I'm a man in my mid-40s. I, I have to have a, a urination experience every, t- every like, a few good four times an hour sometimes. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm never going to get them all. What am I going to do? Jim had his water bottle. I know. I was, like, looking at his water bottle thinking, well, that's a start anyway. Then we're going to be filled up bins and all. This could get really messy, I was yeah. thinking. So, yeah. So, yeah. Because God forbid you'd manage, like, four hours. Are you joking me? I know, yeah. Four hours. That's like saying, that's like saying, sure, it's only a month without food. That's that's the equivalent for me. Four hours without me being able to... Without having a wee. Oh, my God. That, it would have been, could have been horrific. Never So at least, again. it's in a strange irony, had you been that other colleague, you'd have been happy enough. Well, thank God, at least I'm in the best place for me, the Jacks. Yeah. I would, I'd be, yeah, I'd be, thank God for that. Because you know what I mean? You know, I'd be like, this is outrageous now. Yeah. And there was a tap and all, so I could rehydrate. Yeah. Because I have to rehydrate at a furious rate. Jim, you know. It's just, you're just a, you're just a, a flowing system, are you? I'm basically Niagara Falls of a human. Like, it's just, it's just in one end and out the other. You're it's like a constant a, you're, flow. <laughs> you what you are? You're actually like a human water feature. Yeah. You know the way those water features, they just, they're just circulatory. Yeah, they just I'm, the same water just goes in and out and in and out. I like that little lad in Belgium, mannequin piss. You know him, yeah. And he's just got his hand in his head like he's exhausted, and he's all, just all the time. Will it ever end? Yeah, and he's just going for a, going for a wee all the time, and all the tourists are taking pictures of him, and he's just lost his he's lost any ability to be embarrassed anymore. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what I'm like. Excellent. Oh. Anyway, uh, listen. So we had yeah, we had an exciting start to our morning. It was oh the drama. Oh, Ooh, I have for to it say. must have lasted. God, it must have lasted minutes, was it? It was minutes. Yeah, it was just, it's just great crack watching Tara being confused at the door, and then turning around to me and saying, "What did you do?" I still can't believe the very first thing she said was, "What did you do?" Yeah, I was like, "I didn't know." No, I didn't. So the ex- uh, expectation was either you're pulling a prank or you've broken something. 
that's the go-to position for you. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. Right, I, listen. I get in trouble all the time. <laughs> Today, for your delectation, here's what we have for you. Of course, it is Double Money Monday on the Hitbit. Huge cash, €2,100. Euro is the jackpot on the hit bit today. It really is worth having a serious go at classichits.ie if you want to check out the previous guesses. Magic Mike is live from the West today. Uh, he'll be standing by. Uh, get him on WhatsApp. Big is the clue. Over two grand to be won. 87 188 uh, We'll have another go at the old breakfast table quiz. That's on the way. And um, I assume, are we building up to Pancake Tuesday? Oh, yeah, is that tomorrow, isn't That's it? tomorrow. Oh, brilliant, yes. I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go American style. I think the, the gourmet food parlor pancakes that they sent in, Deadly. which were fantastic, that they're, in fact, maybe I won't bother making any at all. Maybe I'll just get a delivery. I have a funny <laughs> fear. I might be, uh, might be on the you know, delivery of the, the bacon. But I think I'm pancakes. going to, because you know, pancakes, like the old style pancakes, grand, you know, I can sort of take them or leave them. But you need 40 but of the, them. Um, the American fluffy ones. ones. Just get them, oh. everything's on them. And I've gotten on a real kick for them. I, make, I try making them and everything. Yeah. Bacon and maple syrup and everything. Oh, oh. Okay, Jim, I'll have them. Movie classic from Kenny Loggins, Footloose here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on your Monday. The big one, of course, Double Money Monday. That's what we're heading for. Before 8 o'clock, over two grand up for grabs on the hit bid. Get involved nice and early. Give Magic Mike plenty of time to uh, to maybe get you on to have a go at winning that cash. 087-188-0008. Let him know if you want to play. And while you're doing that... If you're somebody who struggles getting the Zeds in, and if the reason is nothing to do with your, you know, your insomnia or your, your kind of like your own personal issues, if it's to do with the other person getting Zeds in your life, yeah, PJ, could be in trouble. PJ has an answer. Well, actually, you don't have an answer. You have more questions. I have no answers at all. Unfortunately, all I have is the statistics. Sleep divorce is a new phenomenon, and sleep divorce is on the rise. They say it's a new phenomenon. I think it was around for a long time. I remember my folks doing it for a while anyway. Yeah. Yeah, sleep divorces on the rise. So a lot of people's annoying habits, and they say up to half of couples are now sleeping apart at least a few days a week because of the other part of the relationship being so annoying when it comes to going to bed. You know what I mean? So basically snoring so, is a huge yeah, one. Yeah, all right, okay, right. So we're saying, so the the other person's sleeping habits are just affecting so yours. unbearable that you couldn't actually sleep in the same bed. Exactly, so you decide, I just, we need to, I'm getting us, I'm moving in with the dog out in the, in the garden. Because I was going to say that, it's one, it's not just, it's not, well, I suppose it depends on what the issue is. Anyway, continue, because well, I was going to say, like, is it like separate beds in the same room or literally moving into a different room? I guess it depends. So it doesn't really go into the very specific specifics of it like that. But snoring is obviously a different room situation. Yeah. You know, know, moving across the room for someone, you still hear the buzzsaw and you still want to kill them in the morning. You know, when you're looking at Whereas, like, if it's something like just somebody being, you know, one of those people who, in their sleep, they're all over the shop. You know, flailing, flailing, or whatever. Then I suppose potentially you could share the room, but not the the bed. Yeah, Yeah. go into the corner, you. Well, that's different. Someone can (laughs) go into the corner. Yeah, go into the corner. Push your little, push your little uh, bean bag I gave you into the corner and sleep there. You can flail away all you want. Yeah. Whereas, uh, like, I never forget going on holidays with a friend of mine, Uh, and gee, my god, I've never heard snoring like it. Right, and uh, like it was like, like he was in pain, like ah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 
I know there's nothing worse if you get a bad draw on any sort of lads oh thing God. away if you're yeah. in any sort of lads grouping when you go away golf trips stags anything like that you get a bad draw when it comes to sharing rooms yeah oh my God it's oh horrific God. and about six times in the night I hear them I was like wake up you yeah. I was just, and he got, every time once, he goes I we, wasn't asleep every we, time I wasn't asleep yeah we, we, you I remember going away to um to Blackpool I think it was on a golf trip and I slept outside the room. Oh, jeep or stuff. I actually took there was a, it was this old sort of style hotel, and I took this mattress out of a cot thing, and yeah. I slept on the landing. Took a mattress out of a cot. Child, because the, the snoring was oh, just unbearable, unbearable, unbearable. Yeah. yeah, and that's just one of the things. So the other things are like hogging the duvet. That's a big one. Hogging the juvet when you you're only allowed a little sliver, you know, when you're like she's wrapped up, yeah, like a completely perfect donut, and you've got a uh, you've got like a, a giant sausage roll, like a giant sausage roll, and you're like left with a little corner that you can pull over your nether regions, and you and you have a sliver at the end of the bed to sort of wrangle yourself into, yeah, and God forbid your arm is underneath. We well, see or now that's a situation. That either then there's one where you could do separate beds in the same room, then yeah, you have your you own duvet. Yeah, you could, yeah. You get away with that one. It's very George and Mildred, though, isn't it? Good night, darling. And you both get into your separate beds and have a little locker in the middle and all. Yeah. I shall speak to you in the morning. It's very George. <laughs> is it? I think it's like... It is. It's almost too civilised. Yeah. This is why I'm always saying it. I don't know how any marriage is supposed to survive two people living in the same house. Never mind sharing the, the same, same bed. bed. And then people using their phone is another one. So, um, you know, people... You're John. I'm trying to go to sleep and you... Oh right, yeah. If all the, or the yeah. lights, the constant I mean, yeah. lights in the background, you're like, would you go asleep? Yeah, there's ways. That, yeah, okay. Surely. No, I get that. I can imagine that would. Yeah, I suppose. Especially if somebody doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. Like if they're not even making an, an attempt. If they don't turn off the sound and, oh, and try and shield the light. the light. Get out! Get downstairs! <laughs> get out! Go downstairs with your phone. I don't want a light on. Get out! Oh, you know this. Oh, it drives me. Do you mad. do? Would you do now? Like you know the the, the sort of um, that image of somebody with the with the mask on and the and the earplugs in and the the, the hair net on. <laughs> no, not really, because I, I just can't. I, I like I really struggle ha- sharing a bed with anyone. Like I don't want anyone in my bedroom. I don't care how much you like. I just like. Yeah. It's very different. I I I know what I like. You know what I mean. Sleep is a is your thing. And then it's the small things. Like you know, you never you ever in bed with one of these weirdos who hits a snooze fifteen times. I mean, you just want to strangle yourself. <laughs> you know, like you know. Because the, yeah, because then because it's setting you off every you, five minutes. Know, well, I'm awake now for the last hour, and you've managed to have fifteen small sleeps. And I'm awake for the entire hour waiting for this. And oh, James, I'll get up now in a minute. You'll get up now. Oh, yeah, just, oh, I get up now in a minute. Just, oh, another five minutes. Oh, I get up now in five minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can imagine I that being, yeah. I, and then I end up sitting, I end up sitting on the couch watching children's cartoons or something. And they're still up there. Oh, five more minutes. Oh, my God. It drives me insane. Insane. Oh wow! Uh, so that's the so, that's the, the trend, is it? People this is are the trend. So sleep, sleep divorce. divorce. Yeah, so people. So you get on grand during the day, no and just problem. when it comes to nighttime, it's like right. See you in the morning. Yeah, and see you in the morning, and that's it. Yeah, is 
that's kind of the size of it. Yeah, people are falling out over sleep. And especially this year, because what's happened this year is a lot of people are still working as normal. Then other people who maybe are working from home can start a bit later. Their patterns are so off kilter. Yeah. So some people have like a six hour differential in their day. And then, you know, and if you're like me, you'd be there going, if you are going to stay here in this house, why well, we all have to go to bed at the same time. <laughs> because I don't want to be disturbed. And it's like, you go to bed at like a quarter to eight. I'm like, like the, we have to put up black, like refuse sacks to keep the light out. I'm like, well, it's my way or it's the highway. And highway grand, I will sleep in the shed. Share on the Shoop Shoop song here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, Kirsty's been on in relation to the old sleep divorce. Oh, yeah. Uh, check this out. Whatever about, you know, your, um, your other half or whatever. She was saying that uh, I once had to share a hotel room with my mum. I literally had to climb into the bath. Oh, joke. Because she was snoring so horribly. It was the worst night's sleep ever. I refuse to ever share a room with her again. Unreal, isn't it? My Alfie used to have, like, fights with people in the sleep. Big arguments, right? But he didn't use words or anything. So I was like... Like, this is... Oh, oh my god! In there arguing about something like God, like yeah. arguing about. I actually the- remember going, having to go to a family wedding when I was a kid, having yeah. to go to a family wedding, and you know, like back in the day when you used to be, you'd stay with relatives. Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. you'd be going to England or whatever, you'd stay with relatives. Tro- yeah, of course. And you would. so they put us obviously in this room or whatever. But as a kid, I was put in with my man, dad. Yeah. And my dad snored and was so. I got up and I, I left the room and I went and I slept on the couch in this house. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. And they were disgusted at me. Your parents were? Yeah, because it embarrassed them. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. If someone had to sing, what would they have thought? And they they probably would have thought me to have a snoring. Oh, for God's sake. It's not that bad. That's the thing. Yeah. When you're the snorer, it's always like, ah, don't be ridiculous. You're overreacting. Yeah, you're overreacting. I I almost had to pull the curtains back out of your mouth. Yeah. It's the worst oh, noise. It's the worst noise in the world. In the world. It is. It's like, you know, like a truck repeatedly rolling over gravel yeah. all night long. Oh, God. Well, I have to say, I'd say, I'd some say, <laughs> providing you weren't trying to, you know, actively get sleep yourself, it must have been very entertaining listening to your dad have an imaginary virtual... <laughs> And if, would you say to him like, "What were you? What were you dreaming about?" I recorded him once. Nothing at all. I recorded him once on an old tape recorder back way back in the day. Yeah, and he said it was the dog. I was there, the dog. Like the, the dog was going, "Hey, get out of here!" Yeah, get out of here! Tell you why you stop. Dr. Alban, of course, sing hallelujah here at Classic Hits. Hit bit on the way on a double money Monday. Over two grand. This is the last call to get involved. Magic Mike standing by. Impress him enough to uh, get yourself on to play for winning 2,000 euro. Over 2,000 euro today on the Hit Bit. 087-188-0008. And we were talking earlier on uh, about sleep divorce. PJ was giving us that story of sleep divorce where your sleeping partner's habits are so bad that you're driven... Perhaps not even from the from the bed, yeah. but from the room, in order to kind of get some to sleep. Get your own sleep. And there was um, there's a habit which I, I don't know necessarily whether it would be considered bad enough would it to to drive somebody out of the bed. Well, this is the thing: whether or not you wear your socks to bed is up to you. It's entirely your decision. You shouldn't be judged from it. But as far as I'm concerned, it is an unbreakable rule that uh, defines and shows the weirdos from the humans. As far as I'm concerned, if yeah. you wear your socks in bed. 
I think you're a very peculiar type of person. I'm sorry, I do. I would, yeah, I would never. I just, I, d- I mean, I'm assuming it's a cold issue. Is that it? Is that the idea? Do people wear it for like because they claim to have cold feet or something? Or I don't know. I honestly don't know. Put another. I layer don't get of, it at all. It uh, just. I, mind you, I don't wear anything it's just in bed. So weird. So I know, but like, look, listen. Nobody looks weirder than me in bed, right? I'm wearing nothing but a t-shirt. It's wrong. It's it's very strange. It shouldn't be done. So I am a weirdo as well. Well, your practical reason is what? You keep your shoulders warm or something, yeah, isn't it? Because the bottom of me is in the bed and the top of me is out. Right. That's why, you know, it's all, in order for a cool, even spread of temperature, <laughs> you need to have nothing at the bottom and a lot on the top. That's why, you know. Right. That's why it works You know, you me. can get duvets that would come right up to your shoulder, like right up to your neck. Your shoulder has to stick out and you're, you always have an arm out and all. And then what about the, your shoulder, the cold shoulder? And what, you get a limp in your shoulder or something, would you? So do you wear a long sleeve then? No, it's, you're, you're making, don't make me think about it because I enjoy it. And you'll take it away right. from me. But we do agree on the wearing socks to bed being yes, a we, no-no. And here's the thing, a doctor has been asked, right? The doctor Jess Andrade is her name. And she was asked, what is it? Is it good for your body? Is it bad for your body? Is there an argument for or against or is it just a preference? Well, we have the definitive answer from a professional of the medical trade. Right. Here it is. She says, let's talk about people who wear their socks to bed. Wearing socks makes your feet warm, and this not only keeps your feet warm, but it opens up blood vessels that actually cools down the rest of your body. Oh, no. Don't tell me these people are going to have a reason. Yeah. The the body being cool then tells the brain that it is time for bed. So actually, people that wear socks to bed tend to fall asleep faster and sleep better because they have socks on. Uh, So she goes, yeah, yeah. So there's a huge argument for it. It actually seems to be a really good way to get a better night's sleep. Because there are people who have specific bed socks, aren't there? (laughs) Rather than just crawling into bed wearing their... Stinky efforts yeah, from that day. These yokes, they're like. Which oh, you mean that? I, I, like that's that's outrageous. That's unforgivable. Ah, that's outrageous. That's unforgivable. Clam I mean, if, you know, whatever. If somebody has a set of bed socks, yeah, and you want to go around looking like wee willy winky, then by all, that's one thing. Yeah, but for God's sake, I assume people don't just kick off their shoes and, and jump their, in with your oh, with your old gammy walking around all day socks and putting them into the bed. Yeah, although you wouldn't know because people who wear socks to bed are probably serial killers. Uh, so that you wouldn't know what they'd be like, you know. They're probably up to some weird stuff all day, so keeping their socks on all night probably doesn't even affect these people, yeah. you know. It's a weird... I t- I, no, I'll never accept it. I don't care that the medical profession says it's the right thing to do. I don't care if it gives you a better night's sleep. I am intrigued, though, the idea that it would help you fall asleep faster, faster. and stay, and get a better... Because, like, you know, I've had me struggles in the old snoozies department. Same here. So, like, I mean... A, no, I don't. I mean, if I ever go down that route, it's the it's beginning of the end, isn't it? Mind you, the way I go to bed now, someone would just say, would you not just try it, please? Because even T-shirt and socks is better than T-shirt and nothing at all. Like, you know what I mean? You look ridiculous. And then maybe one day I will take off the T-shirt and put it on the socks and wear nothing else. And maybe that'll be the new way for me. It is extraordinary, the similarities between you and, and various cartoon characters. I mean, you did talk about having your, your um, yellow check underwear... Which yeah. is the sort of Rupert SpongeBob. the Bob. Rupert the Bear vibe. Oh, Rupert the Bear, yeah. And then you're sort of there's a Paddington bear, bear vibe. Oh, not Paddington. Winnie the Pooh. Oh, there's a Winnie the Pooh, yeah. Because I go you to walk bed around like with Winnie a t shirt and nothing else. Yeah, I'm going to bed like Winnie the Pooh. And if I get new pajamas and I feel posh, I feel like I'm Donald Duck. <laughs> Do you know that way? Donald Duck? Yeah, it looks like Why he's, Donald Duck? Looks, you know what he looks like? He's got a blue nightdress and bed hat and nothing on underneath it. 
That's a one, you know. Oh, right. It's like that. I thought you, I thought you meant Donald Duck as in you just, you put the jacket or something of a pair of pajamas on and walked around in that. Oh with God. nothing else on. <laughs> morning. I'm, morning to you. Jim, and now we have a new game. Ireland's classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Whether you're into taco, curry, cheese, or garlic fries, we have something for everyone. Order online. Available at supermax.ie. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. The classic hit bit is worth two thousand one hundred euros today. Loads of money in the classic hit bit. It's a proper whopper mm. of a jackpot there. Proper whopper. A proper whopper of a jackpot we have this morning. Uh, here's what it sounds like one last time. Uh, and it's going to be Emma McSweeney that's going to play. How are you, Emma? Hi, good morning. Morning to you, Emma. What's the story with you today? Uh, nothing. At home. I have a five-month-old baby, so... Uh, how old? For another day. Five months. Five months? Oh, my God. Jeepers, yes. Yeah. So right. your hands are full. You're busy. That's definitely true. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> where are you, Emma? Are you in Cork or where are you? I'm in Cork, yeah. Very good. In the city? In Ballancolic. Oh, in Ballancolic. Great stuff. Right, yeah. so we're on your side then this morning. We've got a couple of grand for you, if you can tell us what this is. Um, I think it's Will Smith getting jiggy with it. Okay, getting jiggy with jiggy it. I've heard it. that in ages. Yeah. <laughs> right, time for us to head to the West, uh, where our very own Magic Mike is often getting jiggy with us. Often, yeah. Often, yeah, so he is, to be fair to him. <laughs> right, Michael, good morning to you, sir. Indeed, good morning. I'm always getting jiggy with it. You're dead right. Uh, will she get the cash or will she not get the cash? Oh, you won't. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Oh, oh, sorry, about Emma. That, Emma. sorry about that. Uh, by Thanks the way, what's um, what's the little one's name? Uh, little boy, Kyle. Kyle, very good. Okay, well, listen, keep at it, Emma. Don't give up on it. Keep trying. Thanks a million for playing. Thanks very much. Cheers. See you, Emma. Take care. Right. Uh, Anne Hannon is waiting on the other line there. How are you, Anne? Good morning, guys. How what's are you, Anne? I'm good, thanks. Where are you this morning, Anne? I'm in Clare. Oh, very good, very good. What's it like out there this morning after the wild weekend? Oh, raining heavy. You said yeah. still? Yeah. I think, it, I think oh, we're getting a lot of God. rain this week. Are we, I think that's are the we plan. again more? I think so, yeah, yeah. Ah, shut enough. up. Oh, <laughs> well, that's just lovely, PJ. Thank oh, you for that. Talk said. about shooting the messenger. I know, yeah, I know. You got, you got one. Yeah, was, you know, an unfairful shot was fired at you there, Jim. <laughs> and Anne, what's your story today? Have you to venture out in it or are you wrapping up oh, on yeah, home? Or? I'm on my way to work. Oh, right, okay. Are we allowed to ask what you do or are you some sort of top secret agent? Care. No, no, I work in childcare. Childcare, right, okay. <laughs> right, good stuff, good stuff. Let's try and give you a couple of quid this morning, 2,000 quid, uh, or 2,100 quid. What do you think, Anne? I think it's uh, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. Oh, one of PJ's most favourite songs ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can forgive you for making whatever pun is going to come here, Anne. Please, please let this be a winner. Oh. Right, Michael, what do you reckon? Okay, Anne, as much as I do adore the song, it is wrong, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. But look, I mean, lads, just like Anne, you know, gives a shout from wherever you are, be it Claire or near, or far, wherever. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh uh, and, I, and I think he was hoping you were going to join in yeah, with that there so. at some stage. Uh, no, not a hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all in that boat. Listen, have a great day. Take care of yourself. Alright, take care. Cheers. Yeah, Thanks take a minute. Don't worry. It's uh, again the lack it's of the commitment. Isn't it, yeah. isn't it? Near, far, where? Why your heart won't go on? 
Thank you, Michael. That right. song is brutal, though, isn't it? I mean, honest to God, it's you know. Excuse me. Yeah. It was a very big song for Celine Dion, and from a very big movie. Both very successful. I know. I'd say even Celine Dion is embarrassed. She was a part of it, though. I'd say she goes, "Why of all my hits did that yeah. one?" It does actually go on a bit now. Yeah, now oh, it goes on for about an hour. Big 80s number one comic comedian from Culture Club here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, Damo's been on WhatsApp. Uh, gave us a quick WhatsApp to 087 Apparently there's a bad accident on the M8. It's uh, only just after happening. It's after uh, Junction 14 heading to Dublin. Uh, Damo anticipates that the road might be uh, might end up having to be closed. Apparently it's a truck and a van. Oh, no. He says that are involved. It's just after happening. So you can watch out for that. M8 just after Junction 14 heading to Dublin. PJ's Life Hacks. Yes, it is the return of an old favourite PJ's Life Hacks. It's been been a while since you've made the lives of the nation easier with your insightful knowledge of how to do everyday things Yeah, well, better. life hacks, what happened there was I basically ran out of ideas <laughs> is unfortunately where this road led us. But now, thankfully, uh, more experts are getting involved in this great cleaning expert called Heather Barrigan has now done a load of um, what she says are things we're doing wrong in our homes. Things that we all do slightly wrong in our homes when it comes to cleaning up our homes. Right. And that she reckons she has a better or a little simpler tip to give us so we don't spread germs as much as we imagine or as much as we sh- shouldn't do spreading of the germs. Right. I think that's clear. Yeah, I think so. That's for clear. example, what do you mean? So, what okay. stuff we're doing wrong? Like what? Okay, for, the, for I'm gonna start with the number one pet hate I have in my life: dishwashers. I despise dishwashers. I despise them. Nobody should have a dishwasher unless they have at least twelve children, and then you have an excuse for not just cleaning your plate as you go. I despise them. A dishwasher is a press. That you keep your dirty dishes in. I'll never forget living with a fella once, and he used the dishwasher, and he only cooked for himself. And after a week, he opened it up, and it smelled like dog vomit. And why did so, it smell so like it dog? So it only went on once a week or something, did it? Yeah, whenever. Oh. Yeah, whenever it got, got near full, you know. Yeah. And why did it smell like dog vomit? More, more importantly, because you didn't clean it before it went in. You have to scrape all the residue. Oh, so he put food. just literally just what if, like. If there was leftovers, well, no, no, you wouldn't put lumps in me. But he'd empty it into the, <laughs> empty it into the, you know, the bin or whatever, yeah. and then stick it into the into the dishwasher. But there'd still be all the saucy residue red, and bits of rice and all bits. Of, they don't disappear in the dishwasher. Just let people know they don't disappear, right? Yeah, they go into the nooks and crannies of your dishwasher, and you're making more work for yourself. And what happens is they hide in the dishwasher and they rot and they fester and they become disgusting and they try and form diseases behind your back and then they jump into your cup and then you have to it's it's disgusting it's disgusting now that ladies and gentlemen of Ireland that that may have been slightly more dramatic and slightly further from the truth but nonetheless you get the point most people you you could catch rabies off a cup out of a dishwasher but if you if you anyway. rinse properly, so basically before you put anything in the dishwasher, rinse it properly. Yeah. Rinse all the sauce, all the all the porridge oats, all the curry sauce, whatever yeah. it is. So run, it run them under a decent tap. Is that what you mean? Before you stick it in? Yep, yeah, good and oh, proper. Okay, yeah, yeah, good and proper. It's a huge. It'll make a big difference to your life, and you won't end up having to service your dishwasher. And a man come out and say we found six new diseases in there, <laughs> and one, and they were trying to formulate a new breed of monkey. So there you go. Rinse your dishwasher plate. Rinse your plates before they go in. Um, <laughs> that would be amazing if your dishwasher lad goes, 
What were you eating? <laughs> yeah. Do you realise there's jungle animals in here? You don't know, they've, uh, Mr. Attenborough has asked that we send him samples of the bacteria found in here. Uh, so using washing up liquid on your cutting board. Washing up liquid on your cutting board, um, it doesn't work as well as you think it does. And that's because soap can't penetrate um, cold cutting boards. Because you know what? You put yeah. so many grooves and tiny grooves and all those spaces into cutting boards that it doesn't actually work. Soap can't get into all the nooks and crannies. So what have we got now? We've got basically something as disgusting as a washing machine sitting on the kitchen counter and we're cutting our meats and then all on. So if you wash your boards between cutting different types of food, they say there's still harmful bacteria on it. Even if you mix the soap with steaming hot water, it's still not enough. Oh my God, so what are you supposed to do? Well, they say to avoid cross-contamination and ensure it's clean, soak your cutting boards, they say, in bleach. A solution of bleach after each use. So you have to, After like, every use? Yeah, that's what they say. So these are like cutting so, boards that would actually, as you say, take indentations, like they'd be plastic or wood or whatever they'd yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, say, the... I don't know, glass or whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah glass. I, I'm like that as well. Glass is for cutting cheese, right? But I cut out on it. I know, yeah. I get away. But your glass is for cheese. It's cheese. But, well, no, actually, wood is for cheese. I don't know what glass is for, right? It's a display board, is it? But at least uh, it doesn't get those little, you know... But it doesn't get those scratches. Grazes in it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But so there you go. So they, if you're going to cook, if you're going to do meals and you have to cook veg and you have to cook meat... I have to do all of that. They say two different ones, and then uh, yeah, well, the veg one's probably all right. I mean, you're not going to catch too much off a piece of broccoli, are you? But the meaty one, if you're going to do that, and cro- if don't yeah. it's to do a bleach solution and soak it in the bleach solution. They say, "Wow, that's a biggie." See, I'd, put your right I'd be off. afraid then I wouldn't wash the bleach off and then I'd be eating a pork <laughs> steak and I'd be thinking, Shit, does this taste like this pig was mad into soap or something? <laughs> Do you think they were fed this fella a bar of soap or something? Oh, see, I'd have a new worry then. That's my problem. I can't not worry about these things. Yeah. Uh, it's because there's stainless steel. Here's a good one, right? Here's a more practical one. Stainless steel is a hard task, right? You can never... You know the way you'd be scrubbing it and scrubbing it and scrubbing it? And you'd be scrubbing a little brown bit of stainless steel or something and it, it seems to get even... You know the way the pot gets cleaner around the brown bit and the brown bit looks like it's even bigger then? <laughs> Drives me mad. Right. It's the whole purpose of stainless steel not meant to be that it's stainless. Yeah, but isn't stainless steel steel it's a like bit bit like the Titanic, like sinking a sink it's the it's the most famous sunk boat. That yeah, the unsinkable the, Titanic yeah, became no, the most famous sunk, sunken boat yeah, there is. Like yeah. every single one of me stainless steel pots and pans has, has a stain on, on it. Has a stain on it in some way. Yeah. Uh, but they say you have to wipe, wipe it in circular motions. Uh, the marks may become more obvious, it says, once the solution dries. That makes no... That means they didn't go away. Hold on a minute. Uh, yeah, it says whatever anyway. It goes, this is ridiculous. Hold on. I read this twice and it made sense to me before. Cleaning stainless steel. Anyway, no matter how hard you scrub it, it'll, you'll never get that sparkly finish. Yeah. So it does say you use circular motions. And then once it dries... Hold on. It says once it dries, you do it again. <laughs> oh, right... Wash and dry in the same motion. There you go. So the circular motion, wash and dry in the same motion, because of the way the steel is made, you know, if you're going an up and down motion, or those yeah. motions, you're not actually going with how the steel is made, therefore you'll never get the stain out. So there you go. I finally got to the bottom of that. That's game. You have to give me the fro- I felt got a proper case of anxiety there in the middle of that. See, it's, uh, these, ups- these cleaning things get to me, you know. Yeah. And here's the last one. This one that we know that is a big problem. You know the way people clean everything in the sink, right? Right. Clean everything in the sink and they do all their business and then they just walk away from the sink. Clean the sink. You have to clean the sink as well. You're, you're basically collecting all your germs in the sink and then you're putting other things into the sink and then maybe you're washing your hands and you're flicking your dirty dirt off your hands onto the sink 
and you're not actually cleaning the sink. So you need to clean the sink really, like, pretty heavily as well. Imagine it's a stainless steel pan that was It sounds to me like this machine. is turning into a never-ending circle of life, this. Everything that you clean has been cleaned in something. So then you have to clean the something that you cleaned it in. Exactly. And then you need to find a way to clean whatever you used to clean the something that you cleaned the other things in. And It, it just seems like one endless <coughs> round of cleaning. With bleach. You use bleach in the sink as well. So basically... Clean one thing. Are you, is this is this PJ's life hack sponsored by Domestos or something? You're bleaching everything. <laughs> yeah, I remember years ago you used to bleach your jeans and all. Who knew we were so clean? I mean, I wore those jeans. So I, I wore a pair of bleach jeans. I'd say from 1985 to around probably 1992, and I never had any idea they were so clean until this very moment, actually. Love fool from the Cardigans here at Classic Hits. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, a couple of WhatsApps in PJ after your life hack. Yeah. Um, little episode there. Couple of things. Uh, somebody was saying uh, Maliki was on to say that uh, every chef in the country is screaming at the thoughts of bleach being used on chopping boards. Really? Well, it- I don't know if Maliki is a chef or not, but that's, well, his, guess, that's his take on it. I guess every chef in the country is a dirty fecker. Then. <laughs> well, I don't also, know. I just like I'm, I'm, I'm presenting it to you as I found it. Is the way. Um, uh, Antoinette's been on as well uh, wanted to know uh, can you actually cook a pork steak you mentioned pork steak for some reason in that in that little rant yeah and after your um, you know revelation about your struggles with steak y- yeah okay I'll be honest I've never managed to pull one off I've ruined a couple of them as well yeah I have can't figure the steak thing out and also uh, Porig's been on as well to say that literally and it started to sound that way towards the end he says please are the opposite of life hacks. <laughs> They're only making life harder. Do you know what they wear? It's actually? literally just saying, you know, everything you've been doing, you're going to have to do twice the amount because you've been doing it wrong. Do you know, actually, that's a very good point. They're not wearing really life hacks so much as life criticisms of how we all just yeah. try to maintain our daily lives. That's actually a fair point. Uh, right, fair enough. Sorry then, about that, Paulic, but get to work, you dirty fecker as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, somebody was saying in relation to the bleach that they... Um, I I'm, I'm dual purpose. Who's this now? This is uh, Damien. No, this is who is this? Dan. Dan in Cork was on to say. Imagine this lovely bleached teeth, though. Bleached teeth. Dual purpose. Oh, I assume. Yeah. I assume that was like um, my reference to the fact that everything you were saying seemed to have some sort of reference to bleach involved. I, I don't know. I have to get careful with the bleach. So remember, I nearly choked Tara during the news last week. I came in here last Monday. Do you remember? That's right. With the doing spray your cleaning. to clean me desk, and I did it when she was on the news because our air conditioning, her room and my room here is connected. Mm. And I sprayed a load of bleach during the seven o'clock news. I was spray or six o'clock. I spl- sprayed a load of bleach over the desk here and everything. I was rumbling in, and then Tara was doing the news, and she was like, "And in weather, it's a there's a Rain is extra. I nearly, I nearly like knocked her out. Uh, so yeah, I suppose maybe you're, my, you're a bit of a bleach kick at the maybe, moment. Maybe maybe you should all pull back from the bleach and, and and identify what just happened as a rant, the withering rantings of a lunatic. Breakfast table quiz. It's time for the breakfast table quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next one gets the more. It's the breakfast table quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Here we go, day one of the Breakfast Table Quiz. Nothing to beat on a Monday, setting the standard for the rest of the week. Who, PJ, is going to be doing that? It's going to be Derek O'Connor who's going to get us out of the traps of this uh, this Monday. Uh, How are you, Derek? 
I'm alright now, lads. How's yourselves? Super, Derry. Where are you in the world? You sound like you're on the move. I know, I just pulled in here now. I'm down in Galway here now. So right. Are you en route somewhere? Is it work or is it... No, no, just I'm going down to get a few bits, do a bit, few bits of jobs around the house. Like Happy you know, days. So. Oh, grand Good yeah. for you. I like, how many times have I heard and said that to myself? I'm going down to do a few bits jobs <laughs> around the house and uh, I don't think I'm going to get out and done. Yeah. I'll make a fist of it anyway. But why not? Why yeah. not? <laughs> right. That's the way. That's exactly, the way. Yeah. Right, listen, the next 60 seconds, uh, Derek, uh, the good news, as we say always on a Monday, is there's nothing to beat. No matter what happens, you're going to have your place at the top of the leaderboard. So set the standard as high as you can. Are you ready to go? I am indeed, Jeff. Best of luck, sir. Here we go. What fictional city is the home to Batman? Gotham. How many were how many wonders of the world are there? Seven. What was the hunchback of Notre Dame's name? Cosimoda. What colour is the circle on the Japanese flag? Red. Who played the title role in Pretty Woman? Uh Julia Roberts. What shapes are the cells of a honeycomb? Uh octagonal. It's hexagonal. Who was the first president of Ireland? Uh Douglas Hyde. In the film The Poseidon Adventure, what turns upside down? Ship. Which 1960s pop group had Mike, Peter, Mikey and Davey? Monkeys. Which country is known as Kimru in its native language? Oh, Pat. Wales. In Fraggle Rock, what was the name of dog, of Doc's dog? Pat. Sprocket. Sven Goran Eriksson managed what, U- oh, what UK oh, national... Oh, it's England, of course. It is. In bowling, what term is used when a player knocks down all ten pins? Strike. Which three-letter word means the opposite of both new and young? Old. According to the proverb, all's fair in love and what? War. Which British rock band is associated with the 1982 film The Wall? Uh, Pink Floyd. Yes! What a quizzer this boy is. Derek, you have ruined the week on everybody with that score. I think you ran away with it. That's fantastic. That's impressive. slip up in the middle, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but that was was. me that made the slip up, so you're all right. (laughs) Right, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, my God. Thirteen wow. correct answers on a Monday. That's great. That's, That's a amazing. great standard to set for the week, Derek. Well done, sir. Thanks, man. Do you know something? I think you did so well. There's no need for you to be doing those little jobs and things you're planning. <laughs> yeah, I think it's take a rest. Oh, yeah. yeah, you deserve a break after that, Derek. Well said. <laughs> I'll tell my wife he said that. Though. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, Derek. Well played, sir. Have a great day. Yeah, I need to. Lad. Cheers, man. Take care. Take care. See you later. Breakfast table quiz. A little respect from Erasure here at Classic Hits. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Monday on the way out. Tonight, of course, still have CSI to come a delve back into the past. And speaking of which, actually, it's a bit of a delve back into the past right now because, um, to be fair, this is um, this is going back a little bit further than we'd normally go with the CSI year. To be fair, yeah, it really is because uh, this is way you hear this is a hit from a very different time indeed. An eighteen thousand year old conch shell, so like a seashell thing. But you know, one of the ones there, like. Um, you know, like they're they're a full unit, as if you know, it looks like an elf seer. You know those shells, <laughs> yeah, you know them ones. The uh, ones you, the people blow into, yeah. That's exactly, and that's exactly. You, always, where we're going uh, with you know, this. whenever you, uh, old movies or whatever, in like you know, the land the time forgot. Yeah, they'd always communicate with each other. Exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. Well, they found an eighteen thousand year old conch shell, and they reckon it's the oldest wind instrument of its kind anywhere in the world. 
Uh, and they, uh, they What do you mean wind instruments? It's a shell. Well, is it? Because what they found is there's a part of it that was deliberately broken off and it looks like it had previously held a mouthpiece, right? And in this mouthpiece, uh, we, they reckon you, could, you were supposed to blow into it and they've recreated the music from all these years and years and years ago. This shell can play three notes, C, C sharp and D. So it has three notes that you can blow uh, out of it. Wow. Uh, yeah, blow out of it. I thought I was saying something rude. I'm all right. Uh, and then, so this is the, wor- this is, I would say, the world's oldest musical instrument has been found. That's and impressive. It it's eight, and many thousand years? 18,000 years An old. 18,000 year old horn. So what did they play all these years ago? How did they uh, sit around and entertain themselves what were the Beethovens of all these years like what was the the Ziggy Pop no that's not his name what's your man's name the, the bu- Ziggy Pop <laughs> the Ziggy Pop remember him he was huge Jim Ziggy Pop that's right yeah yeah yeah. who am I thinking that, of that's like a, that's like a, a double tribute act it's <laughs> you've gotten a tribute to Ziggy Stardust and a tribute to Iggy Pop in the, in, the, in the same Ziggy Stardust I was trying to think of we'll call him Ziggy Pop <laughs> this is maybe the man who made this shell all these years ago was a man called Ziggy Pop and maybe his first ever hit sounded exactly like this. Yeah. He goes a little out of tune at the oh, end. Just, yeah. And the lyrics are rubbish as well. I tell you, I'm fairness. I've heard, I've heard worse. I'll tell you what's impressive about that, will I, PJ? The fact that that's an 18,000-year-old horn and he managed to get a bit of reverb. I know! (laughs) What I think amazing is, it's basically like people might be laughing at it, but if you put lyrics to it, you could have Westlife or anything there. Well, I'll tell you something, actually. It's funny you should say that. Do you know what it sounds a little bit like? You know what? what I mean, and ironically, that it sounds like like this on this day of all days when there's a birthday celebration happening. But it does sound a little bit like this. Like if you were to put it together, right? So, of course, it's Ali Campbell's birthday today. Now, if you were to combine those two things, an 18,000-year-old horn... And Simply Red, with, uh, or Simply Red, you before... With Ali Campbell's birthday... Same basic chord progression. What do you think? Oh, my so God. So, just the, all that slagging you've been giving UB40... And they were playing UB40 18,000 years ago on an old horn. That is brilliant. I don't think I've ever been happier. UB40, literally music for cavemen. (laughs) Neanderthal music. Music from beyond civilization. Music of the dinosaurs. Uh, You're going to have to have the newfound respect, though. I mean, mean, this this could supersede Beethoven and, and, you know, all the great kind of classic composers. Yeah. Made me feel so good. I can't believe you got a real like. And here's me thinking the simply red thing that was never gonna. Well, I didn't want to see that gig. Oh, I'm so relieved. I can't believe now. I'm never gonna miss it. Literally Neanderthal men playing reggae. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I think we've run out. I think he ran out of horn there. That's okay. Oh, that's that's it made fantastic. Made me feel so good. Yeah, it is. It's a very close match. 
beautiful thing. It's isn't great, it? isn't it? I see at the end there, even like it's, your man, the caveman, has three notes and one horn, and you'll be forty, you can't even stay in tune with him. They lose it every time he plays it.